0: Every chain won't break. His broken hearts declare his praise. Who can stop the Lord Almighty? Our God is a lion, the lion of Judah. He's roaring in power and fighting our battles. Every knee will bow before him. Our God is a lamb. The Lamb that was slain for the sin of the world, His blood breaks the chase. Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb, oh, every knee will bow before Up the gates, make way before the King of Kings. Our God who comes to say, is here to set the captives free. Who can stop the Lord, oh my God? Our God is alive, the Lion of Judah. is roaring. bow before Him. Our God is the Lamb, the Lamb that was slain For the sin of the world, His blood breaks the chains. Every knee will bow before the Lion and the Lamb. Oh, every knee will bow before stop the Lord Almighty who can stop the Lord Almighty who can stop the Lord almighty who can stop the Lord who can stop the Lord Almighty who can stop the Lord Almighty can stop the Lord Almighty? Who can stop the Lord? Our God is alive. The, the Lion of truth. He's roaring and power and fighting. our battles. every knee will bow before Him. Our God is to live. For the sin of the world His blood breaks the chains And every knee will bow before the light cross of calvary your heart was torn to bring us peace you gave it all jesus So cried behold our king Jesus behold I will sing your great love forever I will sing of your great love forever.
1: Good evening, Cornerstone Church, and welcome to Wednesday Night Prayer. It's good to be together always, and it's good to be able to uh, come together and pray together, uh, bring our requests to the Father and to hear from Him. And so I encourage you, get behind what we're praying for tonight. This is good stuff. It's important stuff. Uh, so let's, let's really seek God and, uh, and, and bring our requests to Him in a, in a meaningful way. So tonight, we're praying for God's Church. That's Church with a capital C. It's the Church of Jesus across the world. And we're going to pray that according to scripture, the church would do what God has called it to do um, and that they would be encouraged to do so from his word. And so the church is this great diverse group that's, that is across many different cultures and contexts and countries. And, but in spite of that diversity, God calls uh, the church to be unified. And so that's also some of what we're going to pray for tonight. And so we're going to look at a passage from Ephesians where Paul from Rome is writing to the Ephesian church um, and giving them some, some instructions as to how they should conduct themselves as, the, as a church. And so we're looking at Ephesians 4 verses 1 to 7. This is what it says. I therefore, a prisoner of the Lord, urge you to walk in a manner worthy of the calling to which you have been called And so the first thing that we are going to pick up on is walking in a manner worthy of our call. The church has been called to do certain things and to represent Jesus well. And so let's pray into these things. The first thing we're going to pray for is that we represent Jesus well. The church across the world represents Jesus well. Number two, a church that has, a good, that has good standing in the communities. And then number three, a church that is a place of refuge for the lost, the hurt, and the broken. Let's pray together. The second line from that that passage that we're going to look at now is with all humility and gentleness. And so the first thing I'd like us to pray into is that we are a humble church that is not haughty or proud. And the second thing is a church that is empathetic and caring to the people and communities around it. Let's pray into those things now. The passage tells us that we need to bear with one another in love, in love and be eager to maintain unity. And so let's pray together that the church across the world, uh, regardless of flow or emphasis or anything like that, that God's church is unified. Secondly, that churches defer to one another in love, that they don't seek reasons to be disunified, but that they seek reasons to, to love one another and, and work together. And then thirdly, a church that walks in forgiveness and maturity. Let's pray together. A little bit further along in Ephesians chapter 4 from 11 to 16 we read the following and he gave the Apostles the prophets the evangelists the shepherds and teachers to equip the Saints for the work of ministry for building up the body of Christ until we all attain a unity of the faith and of the knowledge of the Son of God to mature manhood to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ This passage is talking about the maturity of the church and the church's mandate. Matthew 28 gives us another uh, view of the church's mandate. It says this, Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the very end of the age. Here, the main imperative of that passage is make disciples. This is what the church has been given to do. And so let's pray into the church that it's doing those things, that they realize their responsibility and the mandate that God has given them, and they step out in doing these things. So we're going to pray for four things here. Making disciples is a church that, first of all, loves people, that love motivates people to go and make disciples. Number two, a church that has a strong sense of responsibility for people. So that love moves them to feel a responsibility for those that they encounter in their daily lives. And then a church that has the courage to go, that they wouldn't be um, comfortable to stay, but they would step out of what, what is comfortable for them, And then finally, a church that finds ways creatively to reach people. And lockdown has been incredible in this way for the church as a whole. We've had to find new ways to reach people. And let's pray together that the church continues to do that as, as the world continues to change in all kinds of interesting ways. Let's pray together. So it's important that we know that Jesus loves his church and that we as the church have a job to do. And I trust that as you walk out the rest of your week and as you spend time in your own personal prayer, that you would continue to pray for God's church, that uh, the church would continue to reach people, to love people, and be all that Jesus has called it to be. Thank you very much for spending time with me this evening. Good night.